Okay. People, listen up. It's a fucking lockdown right oh, now. Come off it. We're no, not in no. a prison drama, are we? We are in a prison drama. This is the fucking Shawshank Redemption, right? But with more tunneling through shit, no fucking redemption. Screw you guys. I'm going home. Sheriff, this is no time to panic. This is the perfect time to panic. So the end of the world. I ain't going with him. I'm going with child. Hey, fuck you, Parker. I'm going with you. Who says I want you going with me? All right, cut the bullshit. Is the whole world gone crazy? Hey! Everybody calm the fuck down. Welcome to another episode of the Holmes Movies Podcast. I'm really doing bad. <laughs> what is this? Hello, hello, hello. Where did you get that? What is that? <laughs> I don't know. It's just... well, you've never, we've done thousands of these and now you've started... Have you gone insane in lockdown? Uh, I don't know. Hey everyone, this is... Welcome to another episode of the Holmes Movies Podcast. This is our, our sort of ongoing uh, series of... Uh, 2020 episodes where we've been recommending uh, films to uh, each other called Holmes Movies Recommends. Uh, my name is Anders Holmes and I'm joined by my brother Adam over uh, Zoom in the United States of America. Yeah, yeah hi. See, um, well, seeing as we're recording this on Zoom, I can do this. Yeah, this is now a visual medium. Great. Yeah. Um, yeah, hi everyone. It's hot and I have my fan on, which is why the audio is terrible. Yeah. Um, but I'm going to order a microphone because you know what? I'm not leaving home anytime soon. So um, I may as well get my podcasting rig set up properly. Yeah. Um, How yeah. is it? I mean, I mean, it's not all good from what I've been seeing in the news, but how's it been going for you? For me, personally, it's okay. I don't go outside. Um, I live in a I live in a calm, liberal area, um, but if I look at the news, I start screaming. Yeah. And um, that's that's about the size of it. And then I look at how things are going in Denmark, and I look at your Instagram, and I want to kill myself because everyone <laughs> is just going about their day normally and able to socialize and go to bars and stuff because you live in a civilized country. So, yeah. Um, I, I have not been socialized. Well, I mean, I've been socialized while I've been... because you're a loser and you don't have any friends. But, like... Um, <laughs> Thanks, Adam. You know, that's, a lot yeah. of other people are. Yeah. Great supportive bro brother right there. And you've got no friends. Nobody likes you. <laughs> Leave now and never come back. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean... I mean, it's still, I mean, everyone's still pretty good about social distancing, even in shops and things like that. And I see, I've seen a few people wearing masks during like my daily, um, you know, trips on the public transport and things like that. And walking about daily trips on the public transport. Listen to you, if I went on public transport, I'd be killed. <laughs> yeah. There is no public transport. Yeah. 2020 um, is an interesting one. There are uh, right now no new releases of films, except those that are being uploaded online on Netflix or VOD. I, or... Know, I, I, I had to, you texted me yesterday to say you hadn't been to the cinema since March and I texted you to say, are you okay? Because, um, you know, that's, um, that's yeah. your main activity as far as I can get. Yeah. I mean, the last movie I saw in the cinema was the Pixar film Onward with Chris Pratt and Tom Holland. 
it genuinely feels like the last movie anyone saw in the cinema is like Gone with the Wind. Um, <laughs> it's been, yeah, I don't. Uh, the last movie I saw in the cinema, it's a good question. Gosh, I think it might have been Parasite, actually. Um, which, feel, enough. which feels like years ago when we talked about that on the podcast. Yeah, I can just check my um, diary. But yeah, we've been on a bit of a hiatus, uh, yeah. but we figured we may as well bring him back the um, recommendations episodes because everyone is still stuck at home. And I think people yeah. are probably starting to run out of stuff to watch. Um, That's true. I mean, you know what I mean? Like, it's... Um, it is uh, it's, it's tough times. <laughs> yeah, I just saw online someone pointed out only a hundred days till the election. <laughs> oh Jesus Christ! I don't even want to talk about that. Um, yeah, just in case it goes badly and I get put on some kind of list. Um, the yeah, it's just it's it's just really 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 shit. Um, but we can still talk about um, about stuff. Yeah. Um, are you recommending something to me? Is that where we're starting? Yeah, the last film you uh, recommended uh, was the French film Tell Tell No One, which is a really good movie, actually. Uh, yes, it is. Um, so, yeah. So, what are you? What have you got for me today? Yeah. So, I've yeah, I've been watching a lot of like films and during this time, films I haven't actually seen before. And so, this is a movie which I saw recently with uh, our mother when I was visiting. Uh, her and this is a film from 1997 it's uh directed by barry levinson who did films like rain man um diner the uh, bandits with uh, bruce willis so he's done like a very interesting he's got a very interesting array of films and didn't it's done different genres and things like that he also did bugsy the film about bugsy's eagle with um annette benning and warren Beatty, which is okay but the film that i'm gonna be talking about is um is a film that it i think with films like this it's amazing how often life imitates art and vice versa and sometimes it's uh, beautifully ironic and sometimes it's a little bit sad and the film i'm going to be talking about is wag the dog which stars uh robert de niro uh dustin hoffman and anne hesh have you heard of it mm. I've heard of the exp uh, the expression is used a lot. It comes up a lot in like political discussion. I think like the dog. Or yeah, at least it feels that way. Yeah, um, th this movie came out. I think it came out in December of 1997, and it came out like a, a month before the Monica Lewinsky scandal. Uh, and yeah. given the subject matter of the film, it's kind of ironic. And um, in that time, uh, Bill Clinton must have been thrilled. <laughs> yeah, Bill <laughs> Bill great. Bill Clinton was the president at the, at, at the time, and and when the when the scandal broke, the Al Shifa pharmaceutical factory in Khartoum, North Sudan, was bombed in missile attack, which was launched by the American government. This happened in 1998, and it was easy for people to make comparisons between the events of Wag the Dog and the real life events. And even in during his impeachment trial in December 1998. The administration initiated a bomb campaign against Iraq, and again in the spring of 1999, in the uh, Kosovo War, initiated a bombing campaign against Yugoslavia. So basically, you, you bomb people to distract. Um, yeah, basically. From the media, yeah. So I mean, the the expression the expression comes from uh, this little thing. It's uh, why does the dog wag its tail? Because a dog is smarter than its tail. If the tail were smarter, it would wag the dog. And uh, Wag the Dog is, in, pol in politics, the act of creating a diversion from a damaging issue. It stems from the generic use of the term to mean a small and seemingly unimportant entity, the tail, 
controls a bigger, more important one, the dog. And uh, this concept has been brought up multiple times when talking about Donald Trump, who in April 2017, he conducted airstrikes against Syria when there was an investigation of, the, of Russian interference in the 2016 elections. And then again in 2020, at the beginning of this year, when he uh, had a he or, or, he ordered an airstrike assassination of the Iranian general uh, Qasem Salami, which was at the beginning of the year, and we all thought that would we thought oh it can't get possibly worse than this. Yeah, because at the beginning of the year we thought well maybe we'll get World War Three, and instead we got a pandemic. So yeah. Yeah. So the book, I uh, know, sorry, the Wag the Dog is based from a, on a book from 1993 called American Hero, and it's written by Larry uh, Beinhart. Um, the script originally was written by Hillary Henkin, who... Um, uh, great and, name. Sorry, what? A great name. Hillary Henkin, yeah. And the script that she wrote was given a do-over by playwright David Mamet, who gives it that, like, sharp and snappy Mamet speak that we all like. You know, if you've seen Glenn Larry, Glenn Ross, or watched any of his plays, you know what it is. It's very, like, straight, you know, it's like this. Yeah. And it's somewhat debatable how much the the two contributed to the script, but due to WGA, Writers Guild of America regulations, they both had to be credited and they both were nominated for uh, Best Adapted Screenplay. So in the film, it's in an election period and the current president is up for re-election and spin doctor Conrad Breen, played by um, Robert De Niro, is called by request of the president to deal with a pressing scandal, which is the president is accused of making advances towards an underage girl. Well, that is really like close to the bone, isn't it? Yeah. So, so no, no pun intended. I mean, that's like... Um, yeah, that's scary. <laughs> yeah, and so basically, it's an election period, and they he's up for re-election. So they he kind he kind of comes up with this he cut he he comes up with another story to divert the public's attention away from the scandal, and with the help of uh, of Winifred Ames, played by Anne Hesh, who's the uh, a presidential aide, they travel to Los Angeles to meet with a well-known movie producer called Stanley Motts, played by Dustin Hoffman, who was nominated for this film for an Oscar who basically is doing an impression of of Robert Evans, the producer who did films like Chinatown and was head of Paramount for a period of time and, and was, uh, you know, if, if you've heard of him, you, he's, he, was a, he was affiliated with um, Love Story, The Godfather, and there's a really good book which you bought for me, The Kid uh, Stays in the Picture, which is his, like, biography of his time in Hollywood. It's a really good book. If, you, yeah. if, you're, if you're into, like, film history and, like, like, gossip and things like that, it's worth checking out. <laughs> And so they, him and Stanley and Conrad, uh, like Conrad and Stanley, they did, they construct this fake story about a war with Albania to sort of divert the media's attention, basically, so the president can get elected and then people can just forget about the, the sex scandal and the hoax becomes really successful, but things get close to getting out of hand and the lies and the lies keep on growing to the point where the public and many people believe it just because it's on TV and people will believe anything when it's when it's shown on tv yeah so yeah that does sound relevant doesn't it yeah uh, it, it does it it sounds very relevant um i've i'm not like the biggest fan of barry levinson uh, although he has made some pretty good films and i think this is probably his strongest film as a director since rain man have, have you seen any of his other have you seen any of his other films um barry levinson let me just check i don't think think so um 
I've See? never seen Rain Man. I do. I have this slight sort of um, aversion to a kind of sentimental, you know, like. Why am I? I'm trying to look him up here. How do I spell his name? Uh, oh, L. Barry Levinson. Uh, Barry Levinson. Uh, it's uh, L E V I N S. Oh, I've seen. I tell you what, I've seen Good Morning Vietnam. I watched that recently. Bandits, I've seen, of course. Bandits is good fun. Yeah, it is. Um, I don't know. Uh, what else? It doesn't look like I've seen much else. So, yeah. It's like, I mean, you look at these sort of Rain Man Sleepers, The Natural, Diner. There's just like such American. I mean, he's also done a lot of films with Robin Williams. Which, yeah. He, yeah. Um, he, he's, he's done like, yeah, Diner. I think there's another film called Tin Men. Liberty Heights and Avalon, they're all part of this like Baltimore because he grew up in Baltimore. So it has like, it's very yeah. much like coming of age and uh, films that he did. I mean, I enjoyed Good Morning Vietnam. Don't get me wrong. I mean, it's just, it has some issues. Um, oh, okay. I but, haven't seen um, the movie yet, so I don't know. Yeah. It, it, uh, but um, I mean, I, I, I like the sound of this one you're describing. It sounds yeah, like fun. It's, it's a lot of fun. I think the script really it, it's very funny and it's it's really well paced the movie's at, a, at the right kind of length it's just under a hundred minutes and yeah, i think i think if, i think if it was longer than 110 if it was getting to like two hours i think it probably would have overstayed its welcome and might have caused people to lose interest and it's really fast and funny like you it's ridiculously funny and it's it's very enjoyable like you just laugh out loud at how ridiculous this is but then you just sort of go like <laughs> this is happening in real life yeah <laughs> and yeah. it's basically it, it's basically american politics in a nutshell and it has this very sort of it reminded me a little bit of the thick of it because you don't really see the president at all you only see him like behind his back and he's very much unseen for most of the movie so you just see like the spin doctors trying to like you know keep everything moving behind the scenes it, it kind of reminded me a little bit of that it's probably even more unhelpful when when this came out to clinton that you know, there's no president actually shown in the films and people just imagine bill clinton yeah that was pretty funny yeah i mean there was another film that came out in the same time called primary colors which was basically john travolta's playing bill clinton he like he sounds like bill clinton and he looks like bill clinton and <laughs> and it also has some you know he's also a, a guy who can't seem to get, keep himself out of a scandal even when he's trying to run for president and um i think bill clinton he invited john travolta to the white house as the character that he plays in primary colors and then and, he, and john travolta was like no <laughs> I, i'm not yeah gonna, i'm not gonna That's do weird. that <laughs> That's a bit. That's 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 whacking the nail on the head too many times. So it's, it's prime. Uh, sorry, is Wag the Dog pretty easy to find? I mean, I'm, I'm guessing it's made in the nineties. So yeah, I mean, I have I have it on DVD, but I I'm sure you can find it on DVD and like eBay so or you, Amazon. you can borrow it from Amazon. Yeah, or I, it's a, it's available on iTunes. You could probably rent it on iTunes in America. I don't know about American streaming services. If you look it up on Letterbox. Uh, the website they do kind of show where it's available and where you can find it which is quite nice mm -hmm. yeah I'll i mean well I'll be, i've added it to my watch list yeah i mean part of the charm of the film is seeing dustin hoffman and de niro kind of just you know work you know sharing the screen the screen together and it's that i think their pairing is quite underrated it, i wish they did 
more films together because they do seem to have a really good fit with one another and i really like yeah, that's, a, that's a combination i feel would work really well yeah like i think they 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 i think they they work well they bounce off each other really well in the movie and i like dustin hoffman's character and i love the fact that he is playing like robert evans like once you see how fast his line delivery is and how he looks from his hair to his tan to his attire he he's basically just doing bob evans and and it's hard to kind of keep away from it great yeah so yeah memorable funny political satire and yeah 90s was a great the 90s were a great time for political satire in cinema and some of those movies yeah i mean primary colors came out of that period and if you know a lot of people were making like political thrillers and things like that and stuff that was like even well there was like a wesley snipes movie where he plays a cop that he's trying to investigate a murder that happened in the white house and that came out in 1998 as or 1997 it kind of came out i guess i guess it's less satire it's more like there's a lot of films about yeah the presidency there's like uh absolute power yeah in present danger um air force one yeah also 98 get off my plane yeah i think that's donald trump's favorite movie is it yeah i think he like compared himself like or something like that Okay, um, well, um, that, with that, on that bombshell, uh, let's get out of here. I might meet, that might be fake news, I don't know, I might just be making that up. Well, you'd just be adding to a large pile of made-up shit. And, don't um, take my word for it, internet. I think that's too late now. Um, <laughs> so, well then, um, until next time. Yeah, till next time. Have a good, have a good day, everyone, and stay safe. Yeah. Bye.